another episode of Don't Give Up Skeleton. I'm your host, Jeremy Greer. This week we're sitting down with Patty Smith from the Twin Humanities Podcast. Uh, Patty is a hilarious person and, and a, just an absolute delight to talk to. Um, I wanted to get him on the show and kind of just get a brief intro to his experience with the Souls games and a variety of topics in between. As always, if you would like to be on this podcast or to share your story with others, send me an email at dgspodcast at gmail.com or hit me up on Twitter at dguspodcast. Thanks, and enjoy the episode. How far are you into Dark Souls Three? Have you finally beat it? Oh, I, I beat it uh, a few weeks ago. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I, I kind of. It took me a little bit longer than most. Um, like I was a good couple of weeks behind everyone else because uh, I, I kind of just take my time. I wasn't feeling very well either. I had like a bit of a, a rough couple of weeks. I was like, uh, you get home and you can't be bothered. Um, but yeah, I, I did. I did smash it. I've, I've beaten it now, and I'm, I'm half. Well, I say halfway through. Um, I'm probably a third of the way through with my next guy. Okay, Miss Mister Estes. Mr. Estes? <laughs> I've tried to make a man that's like the embodiment of Estes. So he's like orange and he's smiling and he's got a giant chin. Excellent. I is don't that know the one why. that's your current uh, Twitter profile or is that the is that your first guy? Uh, that's my first guy. Uh, okay. But I, I, there is a picture of Mr. Estes floating around somewhere on the internet. Um, but he's been helping people out. He doesn't wear a lot of armor. Uh, he wears those fuzzy northern boots. You know, the, the, the Viking boots you can find. Uh, well, those fuzzy boots. Yeah, he wears those. He has the master's garb on, you know, because... It's more you can show more of the orange of his body that way, uh, and the pyromancer like circlet thing because the the way defense works is really stupid, and you got to have something in every slot, which I really don't like. Um, Same, but yeah, he's got the headband on, and it actually kind of suits him now. So yeah, he's just running around with his stick with nails in. Nice, very nice. What's what's like? What kind of build is it? Like, are you just you said strength, stick with nails, strength, but like but just strength. straight strength? Excellent. I literally upgraded nothing but strength for my first fifteen. Levels Wait, up. is this is the guy that me and you co-opted with for a little while? I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was Mister Estes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I didn't realize that that was his name at the time. But yeah, yeah. Mister Estes. And then when I was uh, playing earlier, I was I was hanging out in the Abyss Watcher section, uh, and whenever we'd finish the fight, I'd I'd run near the host, drink all my Estes, sit down, and do the toast emote. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Mr. Estes only... is on. He's on. He's on. He's on form. He's he's on message. You should be able to, because um, I noticed the other day, and I don't know when this started. Like if it was in Dark Souls two, but apparently you can use Estes on ladders, which I had no idea yeah. about. Oh, no. yeah. yeah, 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 totally. You used to be able to do it with life gems as well. So just run up and crush a gemmy and then carry on. But I really wish you could uh, drink an Estes while you were toasting. Like I think that's something that they need to include. That would have been perfect. Like you sit down and then a chug, a chug, a chug, a chug. Yep. Excellent. Um. <laughs> You know, I'd, I recorded one of these with uh, CJ a while back, and I told him it felt a little weird. Um, and then he made, then he accused me of calling him weird, and we did a whole like we talked for fifteen minutes about not Dark Souls. So I'm not trying to do that, but <laughs> it's always um, it's like when I have somebody that has a Dark Souls podcast on this thing, it's always like a little strange asking them like, "Hey, 
what was your first experience with Dark Souls? Because I feel like I could just point them at, you know, Twin Humanities 000 yeah, on, a lot on of iTunes. It is well documented. Quite a bit of it yeah. is very well yeah. documented at this point. Um, but I do like getting this perspective because um, I like to mix it up with the people that like don't have podcasts and things. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so even though you've probably recovered this a million times, like what was your first Souls game? Was it Demon Souls? Was it Dark Souls? Yeah, um, it, uh, it was Demons. Um, okay. I rented it on a whim uh, from, uh, we used to have a thing called Love Film, which I think is very much like the way your US Netflix worked, um, mm-hmm. where you kind of get discs through the post, but they used to do games as well, and it's brilliant, so you could just, down, just rent games, and like, I've played like Red Dead and Bioshock and all sorts of stuff that didn't really have the money to buy, but for like a ten or a month, it's like, yeah, cool, send me games, brilliant. Um, so I, I rented it from there. Um, I think, I don't think any particular reason. Uh, I think I just stuck it on there because everyone was saying it was brilliant. I think... Christ, at the time, I think Kotaku had it up there is that in one of their sort of top three games of the year, it was like Demon's Souls, Uncharted 2, and Batman Arkham Asylum, I think, were the okay. three that were in the running. And like, mm-hmm. I like the other, I, I played the other two at that point. I was like, well, if it's saying it's that good, I might as well stick it on the list. Why not? And if it comes, it comes, whatever. Um, and so I, it turned up in the post, and I popped it in. And much like. From pretty much what I can gather, everyone in the world, I bounced off it super hard at first. <laughs> How far did you get inside it? Fucking, like, um, I believe, thinking about it, I probably got up to the bit when you meet the first Red Knight, the first Red Eyes guy in Boletaria Castle. Mm-hmm. The guy who you're really not supposed to go see at that point. Um, and me being sort of young and stupid, I'm old and stupid now, but like younger and stupid, uh, I was like, yeah, I was I, like- you've got to fight him, right? And couldn't even touch him. And got so frustrated, I just went, ah, fuck it, put it back in the box and sent it back off again. I couldn't deal. What did you do? Like, did you just return it to Love Film and then, like, yeah. fuck this game forever? Literally, I played about an hour of it. I was like, fuck this, back in the thing, straight away. Like, this is garbage. I hate it. Like, <laughs> didn't like it at all. Hated it. Hated it, hated it, hated it. Um, I, I remember beating, like, the first Blue Eyes night and feeling pretty damn proud of myself. Yeah. Uh, but then the red guy just ruined me. And I just, I didn't have the thought that maybe I shouldn't go that way. Like, it wasn't in my brain. It's like, no, there's an enemy. You have to kill it. It's there. Why would they put an enemy there if you can't beat it? Like, yeah, I don't think that that was in my gaming vocabulary at all until no, the Souls no, no. games. Of, like, this is an area that you're not equipped for yet. Come no, back later. There's no such thing as running away. Like, in, in games before, it's like, if there's a place you're not supposed to be, they'll have, like, you can't go this way because you don't have the grappling hook yet. Or you don't have the magical thing that lets you go through this number of door. No, 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 no. They just put a big guy there. It's like, no, fuck off. That's, that's your warning. <laughs> um, so I, I sent it back and forgot all about it for a long time um, didn't give it a second thought um, and then um, quite a bit later uh, this will be about two three years ago now uh, Kotaku had recently put Kinja on okay this 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 will date it for you um, okay. Kotaku had recently introduced the Kinja commenting system and basically everyone who used to comment on Kotaku left all at one time everybody left <laughs> I don't know anything about this. I've never been a big Kotaku guy. So. Oh, it was great. I, <laughs> I was just, it sounds really funny. Yeah, I was kind of just starting to comment on it. And like it was like, oh, they put this Kinja thing in. Like I got my star the day before it kind of come off because like the stars were like a thing you could get for like be, like doing a cool cool comment. I got my star the day before they got rid of them all. I was like, well, fuck this. And just left. And I saw someone mention they were going off to uh, The Verge. Um, okay. And they were hanging out with the uh, sort of the, when Polygon was living on The Verge. Uh, before mm-hmm. it had its own site, they kind of just had the gaming section of The Verge. Uh, so it was kind of... before it was even Polygon, right? It wasn't like Verge Gaming or something? It was something that. like that. When I got there, the Polygon name was there. 
Okay. But it, the website was not even close yet. Um, and I, I, I hopped over to the to the to the forum over there, got chatting with people, um, uh, made friends with a guy called Sean, uh, Sean McElroy, who's a good, very good friend of mine. Um, I met him. What, is he one of the McElroy brothers that have no, like eighteen thousand podcasts? N- not one of those <laughs> McElroys, unfortunately. <laughs> he gets asked that all the time. Oh, I'm um, sure it's got to be annoying. Oh, it's terrible. Um, got chatting to him. Turns out he lived five minutes walk from my house. Oh, that's weird. Of all the people, like literally first person I started talking to, he lived so close. It's like, are you serious? No. I was like, where do you live? He's like, oh, I live in uh, Portsmouth. No, you don't. Where? In Southsea. Near what pub? Like, no. Come on, dude. What? Are you spying on me? Um, <laughs> so we, we, we just met up and made friends and stuff and started hanging out and stuff. Uh, and uh, kept chatting online on the forum. He eventually got taken on as the community manager for, for Polygon, uh, which was kind of cool. It, it nearly killed him. Um... <laughs> because internet commenters are the worst people in the world, as I'm sure we're all aware. Absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was around that time, I think, that uh, CJ uh, jumped in as well, uh, mm-hmm. when it was still on the verge, I think, and sort of just chatting away. And he was, uh, I remember him being very Dark Souls evangelical, because Dark Souls had been out for a while at that point. Um, because that's who he is. I'm sure you're all aware of him. Um, <laughs> but everyone it kind of started up a Dark Souls thread that got really kind of popular and a lot of people were chatting on it and it got, you know, a good you know, few hundred, couple of thousand comments on this thread. It was like, oh, that's kind of cool. People are sort of talking about it so much. Um, yeah, you know, get chatting, chatting away. Uh, and again, I think for a laugh, because I was making videos uh, just, you know, to muck about because it was fun and I had the kit for it. I was like, well, I'll make some stupid videos. Why not? Um, and my good pal, Sean... Um, insisted on me taking Demon Souls. It's like, no, okay. no, record yourself playing this, it'll be funny. I was like, well, I've played it before and it was hard and I hated it. It's like, yeah, that's why it'll be funny. That's exactly why it's going to be funny, yeah. Exactly. I know this mentality. <laughs> um, so he gave it to me and I put it in and, like, for some reason, this time it clicked. I don't know what it was that had changed since the last time. Maybe I was a bit more patient or more willing to... Maybe I didn't even go the way the Red Eyes Knight was at first because it is actually a side path. Um... Maybe I missed it altogether, but something clicked, and I able to, I was able to beat through the first level like, not easily, but like, I had control. If you know what I mean. You weren't getting frustrated at, at your, like you understood yeah. why you were dying, right? Like I was you making kind of mistakes, started clicking. But yeah. It wasn't but like I like all right, that was me. I did that. I know what was wrong. And I think once I'd beaten the first boss, I was like, right. I mean, yep, I can do this. This is great. I love it. And like that was that moment. I think beating the phalanx in in one one. Was the click the shit? Yep. Yeah, okay. Okay. I'm playing this now. This is my game. <laughs> cool. Everyone. Everyone. Back off. I'm playing this game. Um, so I played a bit of it, and I was chatting on the the Dark Souls Demon Souls thread that CJ started, uh, and I remember him jumping in, you know, being really excited, like, "Oh, you're playing demons!" Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm being egged on by a few of the people there, as you know, saying, "Well, where are you up to now?" It's like, "Oh, just met the penetrator. Got penetrated. Yes, it happened." <laughs> um, and kind of, I remember kind of like the encouragement, like uh, I was like, oh, yep, just hit the Tower of Latria, met the gargoyles, what's up with that, anyone? Um, and I think CJ actually jumped in to help me on, I think it was level 4-1. Okay. Uh, ske- with all the skeletons? Yeah, yeah with, with absolutely no voice chat, because um, it was on PS3 and the voice chat's garbage on the PS3. Um, so with no voice chat, we ran around together and he was kind of stopping and pointing at places where <laughs> items were. 
like using the in-game gesture system just like not even yep. yes, just, just the point and the point and the wave and the point and then the kind of the come here and then the point again uh, <laughs> the point did became he, a big part of our vocabulary in the future did he troll you at all like it'd be so easy to like point you into like a trap or something and i, I don't know that i would have been able to resist <laughs> doing that he <laughs> no he was really good he was actually pointing out like he was pointing at stuff but even if it was bad stuff it was far enough away that it couldn't immediately murder me Okay. He'd say like, okay. "Look, he'd point, and I'd look around the corner. Oh, look, there's a big gold skeleton. I wonder what that's all about." We found out it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. It was not fun. <laughs> yeah, those guys are not fun. Um, but he kind of guided me through, um, and we beat the adjudicator together, which was fun, and sort of chatted on about it afterwards on the forum. Uh, and I kind of banged through Demon Souls pretty sharpish after that. Um, the the people kind of you know chatting the community again, always jumping like, "Oh, how are you doing? Where are you up to? Maybe try doing this. Try that." And I think uh, my guy for Demons was, you know when you, you do your first run and it's like a jack-of-all-trades that can't do anything good? Um, there's a the episode of this podcast that just came out today. There's mm-hmm. a lady by the name of Catherine on it, and she referred to her first run as a jackass of all trades. Oh, that's perfect. And I'm, I'm totally, I told her I was going to steal it, and so Catherine, I'm sorry, I'm totally stealing it, and now I'm giving it to Patty. That's, <laughs> do you know what? Because that's what it was, because I think I did a quality build, so I picked the weapon where you can't get the item to make it perfect. You have to yep. beat a certain skeleton to get it, and apparently it's the worst thing in the game. Um, so good job me. Uh, I made, uh, I, I put spells in as well. Like I literally put points into every stat to see what they all did. Um, so my guy was completely like, you know, very minimal stats, but coping, but like minimal. Uh, then I met a yurt. <laughs> yep, okay. <laughs> uh, brought yurt back. Thought something was going on weird with him, but didn't give it a second thought. Played for a, a few hours longer. Uh, decided, oh, well, I've come back. I'm, I'm going to change my magic up. I don't really like the fireball anymore. I'm going to change it up. Every single magic vendor in the game was dead. All of them. And I hadn't checked around that corner for ages. I was like, what happened here? Guys. Oh, man. Oh, that's such a good gotcha moment for those games. And like, it was I... all oh, of it's them. So good. It was all the miracle people. It was both of the spell people. Like, anyone that could do my magic and read, like, spec my magic was dead. So I was stuck with the fireball and the soul dart thing for the rest of the game. Have you, uh, did, have you tried to, like, go find your... Because I'm sure you went right back to the forum and were like, what the fuck is this? What is happening in my world? I'd love to see those, like, original what? posts. I googled it. I was like, guys, what happened? Why is everyone dead? What happened? And I had a few people laugh at me. It's like, ah, oh, well, uh, you know that guy you rescued from that cage? I went, oh, oh, him. Oh, that dick. I um, think that's like the, probably the. And I, I didn't. I, I played Demon <coughs> Second after Dark, but like mm. having um, Lodrek kill the chicken, uh, Dark Souls 1, like that's the first time I think that a video game like actively trolled me. Yeah. And I. I and it was weird because I was like, I hate this, but boy, do I like this. <laughs> like, yeah, this is it, good. Because the game is, is like, well, you know how things are all fine? They're not fine anymore. In your face. <laughs> but like the, the, the yurt thing is because I'd been back to the Nexus a few times, but hadn't looked over there. I hadn't noticed. Mm-hmm. Like I'd noticed that the odd like random human corpse on the stairs every now and again thinking, huh, that's weird. And just carried on with my day because... Again, it's not in my gaming vocabulary to look that thing up. Like, oh, there's a corpse there. It's a video game. Of course there is. You yeah, know? that's just where things appear. Like, that's just yeah. how this stuff works. Like, I didn't have that brain of, why is that corpse there? I wasn't asking the questions at that point. I should have been. Um, but just, just, like, coming across and working out, finding out what had happened, and then being so angry, uh, going straight up those stairs and dealing with him ASAP. Like, nope, you don't live anymore. 
Um, luckily, the weaponsmith was still alive and stopped while Thomas was still alive. So the game wasn't ruined, but it was close. Like, because I wanted to mix my magic up. I was like, oh, I had a few more spells. I bought a couple of the spells. Like, I think I bought Firestorm, but I hadn't equipped it, which apparently is a brilliant, brilliant spell in that one. I thought, oh, I'll equip that for a bit. And just, I can't, because they're all Yeah, because there's no thing on <laughs> Yeah. Um, and I, I kind of remember kind of just like thinking, right, okay, well, I need to go more physical now. So I ended up sort of concentrating more on the swords. I think I used a, a winged spear with a big old shield for most of the game. Um Winged spear, big shield, and I think the dragon longsword you get in the the mines. Yeah, um, absolutely. I mixed those two up, and they were doing all right because I could use the spear for the uh, like the armored guides because it would kind of bash through them, uh, and the sword on the fleshy people because it would do a bit better. All the other way around, I can't remember. It's been a while, um, and I remember kind of switching my weapons up quite a bit and learning how to like what fat roll was because I fat rolled for the first half of the game without knowing why. Like I was like, why is that guy moving faster than me? Oh, <laughs> yeah, because the game of, doesn't, yeah, doesn't do a, you. yeah, it doesn't do a really good job of explaining a lot of those like mechanics. Speaking of that, what the hell is World Tendency? I still don't know. Yeah, dude, like I have no clue. Uh, I couldn't. I know what it is well enough to like do it. Have a basic understanding, but like mm. I couldn't. I don't think I could like tell someone. I don't. I could not write a wiki page for it. <laughs> I couldn't like explain it to someone other than. When you do stuff in the game, it changes stuff in the game, which is not a very good explanation of what it is. If it's you do a bad. bad job, the game gets harder. Oh, cool. Have you uh, have you seen this thing where uh, Atlas forgot to renew the domain name for Demon Souls? No? Yeah, so some people noticed that Demon Souls multiplayer stopped working. Mm. And it's it's because everything relies on like I don't I'm making it up but Atlas dash Demon Souls dot com and Atlas forgot to renew that domain name so everything <laughs> broke. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Is and it who knows? Yet or like, is it still dead? I have not heard. I hadn't tried it out, but uh, I've been watching. There's one guy on, that I follow on Twitter that uh, is real into this stuff. He actually he actually has his own um, like fake Demon Souls server set up. Mm. So if you're like good at computers you can like point your ps3 to his and like set your role tendency to all white or all black like he can oh, control that, that for illusory wall has got that no no it's a guy named rick it goes by gibbed he did a lot of the uh oh yeah yeah i've heard of him yeah 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 he did a lot of like exploring that fifth archstone thing he's got a lot mm. of videos out there so <clears throat> oh, i've seen yeah i've seen a couple of those videos yeah they, they were cool mm-hmm. um but yeah no i i um i remember ended up with i think the white bow as well i used to take around with me all the time because you can shoot enemies from further away Yes. Had a better range, and I combined that with, I think it was the rat ring that lets you kind of like reduce the amount of distance enemies aggro from. The thief ring, maybe? Maybe that's it, yeah. Okay, it's been a while since I played Demons. Yeah, one of those rings, anyway. Um, A Heidi Heidi coward ring. Um, And thus I became, shoot you from nine miles away, man. (laughs) Like, I'm not dealing with any of your bullshit. I'm going to shoot you with as many arrows as I can, from as far away as I can. And then when you get close, I'll bring my spear out, but I'm going to pull you from three miles away instead. Uh, And that worked. And do you know who that worked on? That worked on King Alant. I can see that. Yeah, absolutely. If you have that ring on and you have the white bow, you can enter and he will not immediately aggro. He will stand there and you can see him. You can only see a bit of him because the stairs up kind of cover up most of him. So you can sort of see his head and his shoulders. Um, But if you back against the wall... And aim your, your white bow just right. It's very twitchy, but just right. You can shoot him in the head for about 
like 30 damage. Um, so bring about 400 arrows. I was going to say, how many arrows does it require? <laughs> so many. It took like 20 minutes. And if I'm um, remembering right, um, in Demon Souls, arrows had weight. So like, and you oh, had yeah. a, you actually had encumbrance. So like, you were mm-hmm. bringing 800 pounds of arrows. Like I'm just picturing Patty like with a garbage bag of arrows behind him, like going up the elevator like some freakish Santa Claus. Like, just, just with them strapped to my body like armor, just covered in arrows. You've <laughs> like got to Ram- get, like, you've got like to get through Rambo. the level as well. Like you've got to make it through the level to get to that. There are no shortcuts, really. Like you've just got to go. Um, yeah, so you can you can run past things, but even that is it can be kind of icy. When you're weighed down with all the arrows in the world, it's hard. Have you seen? Um, there's a guy, and this video, this video has been on YouTube forever. But it's a guy who mm. did um, a new game plus seven pure black soul level one run of Demon Souls, and he and he like commentated the whole thing. Um, mm. Not commentated, but he. Uh, there's annotations to it, so you can like see his reasoning for whatever he's doing, mm-hmm. and it plays like a totally different game because it's basically like a puzzle game. Like he figures out like, okay, if I shoot this one enemy here, it'll aggro all three. They'll run at me, fall off the bridge. I don't have to deal with those enemies. <laughs> like, That's it's cool. it's all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'll I'll link it to you after this. Oh, I love that kind of stuff. To. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like breaking the game around you to make it easy for yourself. Yeah, that's one of the things about all of the Souls games that appeals to me is being mm. able to, you know, do weird stuff like that that I don't think the developer was necessarily intending. <laughs> to, to brain your way through your problem rather than... Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I remember beating... I beat Demons. Uh, really happy. Like, yeah, beat it. Woo! Like, I shot Alant in the head until he could uh, kind of got bumped away far enough that I couldn't do it anymore and had to finish the fight off with my, my spear. And I failed the first time. Oof. I had to do it again. So another twenty minutes shooting him in the head with the white bow. Um, it's cheap, but it worked. I don't care. Or are you uh, like? Are you? Were you? Because you mentioned that you got this. You got started with this because you want your uh, your friend Seth wanted to, to record all of this stuff. Are you recording all of this? Like, what's sure. this out there on the um, internet somewhere? I ended up recording about half an hour because um, I was just playing it and just enjoying playing it. I think. What did I record? The videos are out there somewhere. If you look on the online on the Polynauts YouTube channel, which is what we called ourselves, we were there. There will be a video of me fighting in four uh, one in the Shrine of Storms, uh, fighting what I thought was the boss, which is that big kind of stray asylum demon that just kind of hangs out halfway through the level. Mm-hmm. Beating that, yelling "Don't get greedy! Don't get greedy! Don't get greedy!" for about five minutes. <laughs> Uh, and killing the red eyes dual katana phantom, uh, the dual the black skeleton one, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, in that one as well. Killing that guy and being really proud about myself. Uh, and there's another video. I think it's Latria that I recorded, like running around in the Tower of Latria, and there's like the big ball of dudes that kind of spits magic at you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah, what you're talking about. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the ball of men. Um, the ball of men that spit magic, which can describe enemies in like all the Souls games. And there's also. a ball of men, isn't there? <laughs> there must be a ball of men. There must be some magic. Cluster of men. Magic comes out of them somewhere. They're terrifying. Yes. That's how it works. Yeah. Um, I recorded some of that. I can't remember what it was that I actually did on that in the end, but I recorded some of that. I'm certain I did. Um, but because I was so engrossed in enjoying the game, I just wasn't thinking about recording. I was just playing it for like the fun of it. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I should have recorded something. And by that point, I didn't care. I was like, no, I'm too far in now. No, we're finishing this. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, did you um, were, were you at that point like, were you kind of into the lore at all? Like, did you have any clues what was happening in the game? No, <laughs> it was a game with swords and monsters at that point for me. Like, sometimes people would turn up and say stuff, some cryptic shit, and I'd be like, oh, okay. Like when a mad person comes up to you in the street and they they start talking about um their their tax bill, and you're like, cool. 
Good job. Excellent. I need to go. My phone's ringing. I need to. <laughs> yeah, my phone is ringing. You can't hear it because you're crazy, and I'm saying yeah, it's on uh, vibrate. Bye. <laughs> and then you hold it to your ear, and then it that's does. My phone. Ring. I gotta go. Yeah, you hold it, and then it does ring. And you're like, oh, 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 it rang. A different call. Different call. This is an iPod. It's not a phone. Um. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't. I didn't know many of the law at all. Like I didn't. Demons. I didn't dig too far into the law on really. Um. I enjoyed the things that came up, sure. Like, I enjoyed talking to the monumental, and I enjoyed the, kind of the maiden stuff you got, and kind of picking up old bits from Ostrava uh, and people like that. But I didn't really put a lot of it together, you know, um, mm-hmm. because I, I moved on pretty quick uh, once I'd beaten the game, um, which is really where the whole thing actually kind of became a proper thing for me. Um, because obviously, I finished demons. I proclaimed on the forum, I have beaten demon souls. I am I'm a strong, a big strong man. I beat the video game. I'm feeling good. Uh, CJ was straight in there like, oh, well done, bros. I'm really, really good job. Um, and we were sort of chatting away. Um, and I know CJ had his own his own kind of inspirations for starting. But it was actually, again, my friend Sean, this is why I brought him up earlier, who sort of mentioned, well, maybe maybe you should do a podcast, you know, because you've got Dark Souls now, haven't you, to do? I was like, yeah, I do have Dark Souls to do, don't I? Because um, at the time, that was the only one out. Like, two hadn't even announced at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Sean was the one who put the idea in my head uh, about... Uh, recording uh, of a podcast, I was like, mm, "That sounds fun." So I, I got chatting to CJ, and we thought, "Should we, should we give this a go? Like, this could be a good laugh, couldn't it?" And like the rest from there is history. Like that from that point on, uh, Twin Humanities. Uh, it was called the Polynaut Soulcast at first because we couldn't <laughs> yeah. think of a good name. <laughs> I um, actually listened to the first few episodes um, a couple of months ago because I, like, I haven't listened to a lot of them. Like, because I kind of mm. came into the, to it late, but. Yeah. Um, I went back and listened to the first ones, and like you guys talking about what you're going to name it is like I, I just was shouting at my radio, like just call it Twin Humanities. What are you doing? I swear that conversation went on for weeks. <laughs> like we just couldn't find anything better than like pad a pad coughed. I think we called it for a while. Yeah, I think there was something like that. Yeah, <laughs> and I actually did. I think I was listening to the first few at the same time as you because I thought I should listen to my show again, see what it was like. Man, it is embarrassing. Like, oh, listening yeah. back to all the failure that I did. Like, it's all out there. Everything I did wrong is all out there. So if you want to enjoy someone being bad at a video game, like, in audio form, there you go. <laughs> yeah, it's all on iTunes, I think, because I think that's where I was listening to it. Like, you just go on mm. iTunes and go to those early, early Twin Humanities episodes, and they're all right there. And listen to me making mistake after mistake after mistake after mistake. That's the uh, learning process when it comes to Souls games. It though. is. Like, that's, it is. That's, you have to that's do the that. way it is. Um, but, you know, uh, much like... Um, what was it called? Dark Calls uh, that was out a while ago with uh, mm-hmm. Dave Turner's and, and uh, Farlong. Um, they were recording him going through it and again and I, I had to send a message like dude I sympathise so much my whole first run is out there too and I understand like it, it's awful and you feel terrible about yourself like why can't I beat this video game it's really hard but that then comes back about having those moments where I absolutely pissed it and everyone got angry because I pissed it <laughs> Capra yeah, well, Demon. I did him one. I was just about to ask you, like, what was the big one? So you knocked out the Capra Demon in one shot? One shot. That's I didn't understand what impressive. was so hard. I was like, oh, that was fine. I just went up the stairs and killed the dogs and jumped on his head. Like, boom. Done. So so looking back, was it like that you, you had already upgraded your shield so you didn't get staggered immediately like a Not lot of people did? Or you were really. just dodging? Or you, you just had the... You just kind of felt it and went with it? I think I just, I just got lucky. I, no, it was skill. Um, I, think, 
I think I just got lucky with my approach. Like I went in and I just immediately sort of rolled when I saw this big thing coming at me. I think I did take a hit or two at the start, but like I rolled, I got up those stairs, like I spied them pretty quick and thought, right, they're there for a reason, go. Um, Headed up there, sort of isolated the dogs pretty quick and... The actual capper is not too bad once you've got the, the measure of him. You can just sort of taunt him around those stairs and run around, take him on a little chase, hit him two times, run away again, take him on a chase, hit him two times, run away again. And it was it was fine. Like, I don't remember struggling on that. And for the same on the same coin, I don't remember struggling on Ornstein and Smo either. I remember that what? being not that quite like... that bad either. How did you bring a summon or did you just go in by yourself and just ace it? Like, that seems um, crazy. I did. I definitely didn't do it on my own. Mm-hmm. I know that. I didn't do it on my own. I'm not sure if CJ was with me. We co-opted a bit during my first run, but not a lot. Like, co-op was only reserved for if I was having big problems, usually. Uh, I tried to play it pretty solo otherwise, but I, I'm pretty sure someone was there. It was either CJ or Solaire. I can't... To be fair, they're interchangeable at this point. I was about um, to say, they're, I mean, pretty much identical, so... He, he turned up hucking lightning spears when he did, so it's like, well, you're basically the same person. Um... But I definitely did it in, like, it was either one or two. It was not many turns. Getting through the level was way harder. Um, I think I did the archers as well pretty easily the first time. Just kind of went past them. Like, oh, was, was that it? Did you have any problem with this game that everybody else had had hard problems like, with? I don't understand. Like, these people that say it's hard. Like, what a load of babies. Like, it's not Yeah, they hard. just need to get good, right? They need to get good. <laughs> G-I-T-G-U-D. Learn it. Get it tattooed on your face. Um, did you uh, did you have a problem with any of the bosses? Oh, many. Yeah, I did. Like, uh, I remember the four kings being an absolute bastard. Um, yeah. I bounced off. Well, oh, here's the one. Here's the boss. This, There we go. This is the one. So, uh, when I was in the DLC area, uh, when I was in the Artorius of the Abyss area, uh, fighting the man himself, Artorius, um, I was on a chat with, uh, actually, with my good friend Sean uh, okay. and a couple of other people at the time. Just yakking away, chatting away on the old sort of, uh, I think it was like a Skype chat or something like that. We were just typing away. Um, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm fighting Artorius. Uh, it's taken me about four tries so far. Let's see how we go. And I turn around and I, I, I play the game. I turn back. Okay, turn number five. And I turn back and I play the game some more. I turn back. <laughs> number six. I believe it topped at 34 times. Oh, wow. 34 that times. That kicked my ass. Like... <laughs> That's the one I remember as the one that utterly, like, I couldn't. I Like, I was strong. I had my good stuff on. I had my Kellogg's Fury Sword. I had my, my super upgraded dingy robe, which I love my dingy robe. Like, I had Did my good stuff. Did you say your Kellogg's Fury Sword? Yeah. Like the, cer- like the cereal? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the Kellogg's Crunchy Nut Cornflakes Sword. It's fine. Um, I love that sword. Okay. That sword was amazing. Because I, I had enough Demon Titanite to level it up to the top level as soon as I could buy it as well. I was like, right, that's it. Perfect. That's me forever. Big that's a hell of a sword for and, like midway through the game too. I fucking <clears> love <throat> that sword. I used that sword like until the end of the game. Like that was my that was my guy until the end of the game. I loved that sword. Um, but I had that with me. But yeah, Artorius just, he just ripped me a new one. Just over and over and over and over. And I just, the time I beat him, it was close as well. Like, I think I was down to my last Estus, like, you know, the, the, the classic kind of, like, struggling and, like, no Estus left and only half your health, like, I've got to do this, I've got to do this, you can do two more hits, come on, I can do it. <laughs> Those last two hits were just, like, bum-clench time, like, off the edge of the seat. I think I put him down, put the controller down and just sort of screamed at the air. I was like, ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bah, 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 bah. 
Uh, that was the one. That was my friggin' Waterloo in the first Dark Souls. That was my Waterloo. By that's a hell of a fight way. too, man. I mean, that's a that's a good one to get stuck on. If you're if you're gonna if you're gonna bypass like the two that everyone else gets stuck on, you might as well get stuck on like the best fight of the game. I know, right? Like, and I know I had trouble with other fights during the game, like um, the the dragon that that flames the bridge. Never killed that. Never Hellkite, once successfully yeah. killed that. No, nope, never killed that once. Uh, the gargoyles I bounced off a few times. They were pretty hard. Um, God, who else is there? Seath, I did in two. Um, I don't know how. Uh, Neo took me a few because I just couldn't get the measure of him. Um, yeah, yeah. One of the funniest ones we did. Um, yeah. Me and CJ did the catacombs early. Um, I always do the catacombs early in Dark Souls 1 now because I like getting the, the right of kindling and getting up to 20 Estus like, early. Yeah. Uh, I know it's hard, but I like doing it. Like I like having that advantage over it. If I can get through this one hard bit, it's worth it. Um, but he'd gone and leveled up his pyromancy a little bit before that. I say a little bit. <laughs> he had a plus 10 glove. <laughs> I think he had upgraded to the next glove. Oh, so he'd already ascended his glove. <laughs> he had the super pyromancy flame to plus 5 with Firestorm. He took out... Um, uh, oh, what's the... Oh, Christ, what's the name of the Pinwheel. boss? Pinwheel. Pinwheel. God, that's... I'm not a real gamer. Um, he took out Pinwheel yeah. in one giant fireball and one Firestorm. <laughs> And he went, right, watch this. Ran in, kaboosh, screen exploded. And at this point, I'd barely seen more than a basic fireball. I was like, what was that? <laughs> what did you just do? Where did what, that what? come from? Because he hadn't used it all the way through and just got into the boss fight and then explosion time. You know, um, out of everything, because a lot of people have been talking about how Dark Souls 3 is like the last Souls game and mm. they're going to do new IP and all of that. I think yeah. that is what I crave more from From than anything. Like playing Dark Souls 1 for the first time and seeing stuff I'd never seen before and just being like, what, what, where did you get that, that <laughs> armor? And what, how did, why does your head look like that? And what is this <laughs> sword? And why are you moving it that way? Like, but now by the time Dark Souls 3 rolls around, it's like, oh yeah, that's this and that's how that spell works. And okay, that looks neat and that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing earlier, actually. Um, like I, for Dark Souls 3, I know we're jumping ahead a little bit, but I, oh, please. Yeah, no I actually haven't looked at a single lore video yet. And I don't think I'm going to for a long time. Because, like, the thrill of finding something yourself and, like, working something out, I think, like, drawing those connections and putting that bit of red string on the wall between the two faces, like, oh, so he's... <gasps> like, having those moments is really what kind of, like, brings it all together. I had a great one with CJ. Um, well, I was near the end of Dark Souls 1. Uh, I can't remember where I was, but we were just chatting away. Uh, I think I had to get my my sin removed or a curse removed or something. Mm-hmm. So I went back to Oswald in the tower with the gargoyles and was chatting away with him. And then he's like, uh, oh yes, dripped in sin, just like Petrus. I'm like, hey? Who now? Who? <laughs> I was like, I think, what? The, the weird, the fat guy in filing. Him! And I went down I chatted to him a little bit and he, I think he brought out that line about, uh, oh, the maiden's in the dungeon. Um, you can use her if you want. She's all yours. It's like, yeah. Is he a bad guy? <laughs> he looks so friendly. He's got a dumb haircut, and he gave yeah. me money that I uh, haven't been able to spend anywhere. Yeah, it's, here's some <laughs> Disneyland fun bucks. Fun bucks not accepted anywhere. <laughs> yes. seems, it's itchy and scratchy money, isn't it? <laughs> fun bucks expired in the last age of fire. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> Quinn does not accept <laughs> these fun bucks. <laughs> but I think I had the conversation with CJ on one of our shows about that, and he hadn't noticed it either. Like, yeah, he's he's a bad person, and he was like. No, and we sort of dug into it a bit, and like, oh my god, he's awful, isn't he? I'd never realised, and now he dies. Like, whenever I'm playing Dark Souls One, he dies. 
Immediately. Strong enough. Yeah. He, he's the first one to die. Like, I take his guest jet and I kill him. Um, well, that's um... what I'm missing with number, like, not so much Dark Souls 3, but, like, that's what I think we miss when there's so much content out there now. And it's great yeah. that there's so much of it, but the mystery kind of isn't as big as it was anymore. Like, you can click on YouTube right now and you can get a backstory and a plot video on every single NPC in Dark Souls 3. Penny, like, you could do that, like, almost before the game was released. It's ridiculous. Yeah, a lot of the YouTuber guys got it early, and mm-hmm. I still am against that. I know you had your reservations about that as well. We've both mm. spoken at length about this particular issue. <laughs> um, but when you've got some of the bigger ones saying, oh, yeah, when do you reckon we should start talking about in-game content? Day it comes out, like, will you fuck off? No. You know, um, Epic Name Brew has a podcast, which is something that I just I just learned about. Um, mm. But he recently titled an episode, um, Dark Souls is Dead or Souls is Dead or something. Okay. And uh, it caused a bit of a controversy because he kind of presented this idea of, you know, when he was doing lore videos, it was all secret and unheard of. And there was a big mystery and the community was working together. But now, mm. like, there's all these lore videos and... I've got nothing against Ian B. I think the dude has done amazing videos, and he's obviously mm. really good at what he does. But and it really came off as one of those like I liked Radiohead before you liked Radiohead <laughs> type thing. You know what I'm saying? Like it came. Oh man, you should have seen him live at the Fillmore in '92. That's when they were really good. Like that kind of bullshit. And I really I don't respond well to that because I feel like you know, hey, that's it's fine that you have that experience. Other mm. people just have different experiences and like it just as much. But. There is something to be said about it once a game starts selling 17 million copies or however many Dark Souls 3 yeah. did that like the content is just everywhere and you can't escape it. Like I felt rushed to play it because a lot of my internet people that I hang out with I knew were going to be playing it so I like to keep up with that conversation oh, of I course. had to I had to rush through the through the ending. So, As a person yeah. who Dark Souls, who podcasts in a way that is related to Dark Souls, I completely had the same problem. Like, I was like <laughs> I've got to get through this before it's spoiled and like at this moment of speaking at this moment uh cj um has not hit that bit oh really in the middle of the game yet and i am terrified that it's going to be spoiled for him and i can't believe that it already hasn't been like everyone is i was was chatting to the other day he's like where are you at i said oh i'm i'm in i'm in erithil i'm I'm running around there's like yeah, well, I'm sort of nearly there on my PS4 run, but my Xbox Gold's run out on my one that I'm further ahead on. I bought him three months of Xbox Gold. It's like, dude, do it. Please. <laughs> please get through that. I need you to get through it and find the thing. Because if you have that spoiled, you're going to be really sad. Um, yeah, and this the, is the, the thing. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm amazed it's like not all over the internet right now. I mean, look how bad it is for Game of Thrones spoilers these days. Oh, yeah. Like, I, we have to watch it almost immediately. Like, I basically... Luckily, there's not very many people on my Twitter feed that really care about Game of Thrones, and mm. so like it's not that big of a deal. Like I don't follow a lot of people. Well, the talk ones about that do, it. the ones that do, shut the goddamn mouths. <laughs> Maybe so. That's yeah. I didn't even realize you watched Game of Thrones, and I, I don't think you knew that I watched it either. So apparently, we're doing something right on Twitter. <laughs> well, this is this is it. This is what people need to do. It's like fine, there's stuff out there. Just shut your filthy hole. <laughs> yeah, go to a, go to do what we had to do on the old internet. Like we had to go find a forum or a chat room that was dedicated to something. You couldn't just throw your shit out everywhere and, and make sure to it had spoilers here. Thread only spoilers. Just do your spoilers in this one thread here, please. Like, exactly. Keep that shit separate. But these days, there's so much out there. It's so hard to avoid. I think that's oh, where some of the magic's lost. And that's why, like I say, that's why I'm not watching any law videos for a long time on this one because I'm kind of enjoying working it out. And I might be wrong. Like, my brain, I don't think... My, my brain doesn't take in a lot of the small details that a lot of the law guys do. Like, I don't 
make those kind of connections as fast or at all. But like, I still enjoy the the chase of it. Like, oh, hang on a minute, and then you kind of pull up your item menu and you go back to a certain sword. Like, oh wait, is that so that was his? Oh, okay. I had that moment with one particular quest line through the profane capital. On, mm. um, if if you, I don't want to say anything because I don't know if you're still like if you're looking at guides to get all the NPC quests or anything. So um, you, I you am tell officially me how much... in the, I'm officially trying to get the cool ending right now, the hard okay. one. Okay, yeah. Um, I did that first with like no help from a guide. So yeah, I, I I'm can't... amazed how you did that. Yeah, and I got the cool onion bro thing. So like I did all of that without any kind of well. One of the one of my guys told me like, okay, you need to go here and talk to a guy, and that helped me out one, with one part because I wouldn't have gone back to that point. But yeah. um, like that's become my favorite thing of that game now, and I, I understand people don't like it as much as me, and I'm totally fine with that. But like mm. going through that process, reading the item descriptions, developing that story in my head, and then like having that confirmed in other places, like other people came out of that with the same feeling and with the same kind of broad strokes that I did, is a really really good feeling. Like I'm really mm. glad I didn't listen to that in a body video like nothing against body or anything like i'm just glad i came to that myself exactly yeah yeah, yeah. um I, mean, I, I did the same thing my my first ending i got to was the uh the the age of dark ending okay where you, yeah you, where mm-hmm. you have to do you have to go uh you have to go back to a place you've been before uh and find a secret wall and find a thing yeah and plug that thing into your firekeeper yeah, I did that ending for, and, and like that felt like I'd found the cool secret bit. Like I was like, yeah, that felt really good. And then I read up <laughs> what you had to do to get the uh, the super the weird ending. Yeah, the usurper. The hollow ending. ending. I was like, yeah. how would anyone work this out? <laughs> like it mystifies me. Like just and then go here and talk to this person and then die nine times and then go here and then do this. Like what? How? When? What? And, and it literally just happened for me naturally. Like it, I, I did all of that stuff, including like the wedding ceremony and everything. I even had um, the way that that quest ended up working for me is after I finished um, or during the process where I was finishing um, Irithyll, mm. I went back and talked to Yuria, and uh, she told me that my bride was ready. And I was <laughs> like, "Well, this is getting fucking weird." And she's like, "You need to go to the Dark Moon Tomb in, in Orlando." And this is before I had killed the boss of Irithyll. I had no idea Anne Orlando was in the game. And oh. she just, she straight up told me that. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening in this <laughs> game? Like, I, <laughs> I was messaging people on uh, the Duck Feed Slack going like, what? This is nuts. This is insane. <laughs> I, I had that moment, I think, when I stepped into the, the Demon Ruins. Because, again, I found that on a complete whim. Just wandered near the uh, the ladder that breaks, uh, the, the bridge that breaks and turns into a ladder. And thought, oh, I've, oh it's a, a prompt. Oh, it's a ladder. What's down here? Um, and then when the, the total card pops up, it's like demon ruins. I'm like, at what? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Hang on. Wheel that back. What's that on the floor? There's a Capra demon on the floor. Yeah, there's Laura, several Capra Laura, demons. Laura, come look at this. <laughs> Validate oh, me. Man. That's that, right? <laughs> I really I, I really enjoyed um, a lot of the callbacks in, in Dark Souls 3. I know that's going to be a pretty divisive issue in the next mm. year or two since we we still have a bunch of DLC to get through and all that stuff. Like I understand all of that, but um, I, I really enjoyed most of them. There were there I were two very speci- yeah there were two see, in spe- specifically that I didn't, but most of it mm. really worked for me. See, for me, the one that got me uh, was really early one actually uh, when you first enter Firelink and you look down that corridor and you see a blacksmith and you hear the tink. Tink. Yep. I'm like, dude, what? And I walked down that corridor. I, I didn't run. I walked my character down thinking, no, no, no. And his mouth moved. That's Andre. Oh, my God. 
I can't believe you weren't spoiled on that because like Firelink and Andre were the two things that had got, that had been out there for I don't know how many weeks before. Firelink, yes, like that was unavoidable. Uh, but I'd managed to avoid Andre somehow. I don't know how. Uh, I just went cold on everything. I was like, nope, done, nope, turning it off. Like I didn't look at anything on YouTube. I made sure that I filled my YouTube with wrestling and anime. <laughs> you have told me this before and so it never my, fails to crack me up. <laughs> yeah, so my recommendations were hot garbage, but there were not any Dark Souls 3 stuff in there because I saw there a couple. Hey. Uh, later, later on, once I started watching a few videos, like I saw a couple of videos come up with the spoileriest ass titles and mm-hmm. like thumbnails as well. It's like, dudes, come on. Um, I had a tweet that went crazy, actually. Um, uh, funnily enough, telling people to avoid Polygon on YouTube um, because they had their boss guide videos up with the names of the bosses and pictures of them. Like, so if you're trying to avoid that stuff, you know, don't go there. They got like a hundred retweets or something. <laughs> like, my phone was going mad. Like, what? What happened? Oh, Jim Sterling has retweeted me. Oh, fuck. oh yes, yeah, <laughs> that's what happened. Cool. It was nice. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm big money now. But like, it's like, oh, oh, guess it. And then it, the inevitable flood of snark. I was like, oh, maybe you just avoid Polygon full stop. Uh, uh, uh. Like, oh, God. Yeah, that's fine too. That's fine. Okay. And, and then I don't care. Saying, oh, well, maybe uh, bosses' names aren't really a spoiler. Is that really so bad? No, it's not. Uh, uh, uh. Like, oh, will you all just shut up? I didn't like ask for I mean, your opinion. It's and that's that's the thing that with that's it's it's just an opinion. Like people can people's opinions on spoilers differ mm. from one person to the next. Like yeah. I had people, Vader for instance. Like um, I, he had a we I think I tweeted a picture. Somebody tweeted a picture. Um, or maybe he saw something. But it was with of the it was an early press photo of the purple phantom. And he's like, oh, I hadn't I'd been spoiled at the like I hadn't I didn't know that that's a spoiler for me. And I'm like, I think we did like, that. Oh, was it you? Okay, well, yeah, I was trying to get you. Like, oh, the, the, uh, the, the purple phantoms, yeah. Because it just kind of floated up, like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, but, like, I wouldn't consider that a spoiler. But to Vader, like, that mm. was, like, something that he wouldn't want to discover in-game. Which is, you know, fine. Like, shit happens. No mm. big deal. And this but, is like, the hard bit. Like, you don't get to decide what's a spoiler for someone else. Exactly. Like, in that, mm. that line of what you, you know... And people responding to your tweet negatively, I thought, was just crazy. Because you could just not respond to it. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, the people that are going to take that advice, because everybody, like me and Cliff, and there were a whole bunch of people saying, like, avoid IGN, avoid Polygon, like, avoid Mm. these things, avoid Giant Bomb this week. Like, 14 minutes in, they just blurt out a spoiler, like, all that stuff. Yeah, because someone has to walk into that as well as the worst part. Someone has to, if someone's put that tweet out, it's because they've walked into something and they don't want other people to see it. Exactly. It's awful. Um, I don't think we had it at all. Like, this has been the worst for me, like, in, as far as avoiding spoiler stuff, this has been the worst one. Um, like, Dark Souls 2 was nowhere near as bad, for what I remember. Like, I remember just playing the game and enjoying it and not really knowing that the internet was getting its panties in a bunch about anything about it. Like, mm-hmm. um, I remember, because I actually got Dark Souls 2. Let's go to Dark Souls 2. Um, Let's talk I, about Dark Souls 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember being excited for that, and I actually got it a week early. Um, a friend of mine uh, used to run his own gaming site and got me to review games for him. Like really cool. He's like, oh yeah, I've got Dark Souls Two coming. I was like, oh, fantastic! And it turned <laughs> up. It turned up a week early on the Xbox 360, which is a console I don't own. <laughs> I was like, dude, dude. He actually. Oh, that's gonna me, be miserable. Uh, he lent me his 360. Uh, he that's, lent me his spare a good one. Buddy. Yeah, he lent me that for a couple of weeks so I could get through. Uh, and I remember being because it was ahead of time. Like it was before anything was out. Uh, there were no kind of walkthroughs, no videos out at all. I remember running through, I got to Smelter, and I got stuck. Like, 
didn't know it was optional at this point. Like, I just got to smell that. I just, I just couldn't. I couldn't do it. It was so hard. And I, I kind of, my, my playthrough stopped there on the Xbox 360. I couldn't do it. Um, it was fun running through stuff. Like, I found um, Old Ornstein, uh, the old Dragon Slayer. Yep. I found him at the 20 hour mark of my game. You just had not gone through that path. Just and hadn't gone that way. Yeah. Just yeah. I went through that area and I moved on. I just moved on. Um, and then when <laughs> and I you found can kinda, it, you can kind of keep going in Dark Souls too. Like once you like go down a path, you're down a path for a while. Like you oh, don't loop 100%. back or anything. Like I, I remember, I think I got stuck into No Man's Wharf and was there for hours and hours because I loved that place. That place was amazing. Um, I did my first invasions there as well. It was, it was really good fun. Uh, I bumped into a guy. I invaded the world of a guy who I'm friends with on Twitter now, actually. Um, a mutual friend nice. hooked us up. Uh, his name was D Sonic X. I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> okay. I entered his world, and I, I was kind of trying to find him, and I couldn't see him. Uh, so I kind of running through the world, and I was kind of going into all the houses and checking around. I couldn't see him. Eventually, I find him right near sort of the starting kind of the, one of the first houses in the level. I see him. He's got blue spiky hair, and he ran. <laughs> it's like, dude, like, good cosplay, but come back. I need to murder you. <laughs> um, and I remember chasing him through like half the level and I think he got caught up on one of the uh, Varangian enemies and I ended up trapping him in the corner and thinking, oh, he ran away. Um, turns out he didn't see me once. He was looking for me and couldn't see me. Um, because I, 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 we chatted a bit because um, a bit later someone hooked us up like, oh, wait, you said about someone on this podcast. Was it was it you? I'm like, yeah, I remember that one. I was looking for you. I couldn't see you. I just ran away. But it was perfect. Like, and it shows you just how the invasions can go both ways on that. Like, what you oh, think yeah, someone's yeah. doing, they might have not even seen you. Like, they're not necessarily hiding; they're searching for you too. Um, and that was great. I, that's one of my fun, like, favorite invasion like memories from like any Souls game. You're just seeing I've this blue-haired that... spiky man running like fuck with the name Sonic above his head. <laughs> I definitely have friends that I've made um, like on 360 playing Dark Souls One that like are now my PS4 friends and then have become Twitter friends. Like it's See, like we've... now I've seen your videos. Okay, <laughs> like, that doesn't sound great. You must be the most charming man in the world because I've seen what you do to people when you invade them. <laughs> well. Fat Tarkus. I've seen what you do to people, Karmic Justice Boy. I've seen you. In my defense, um, it especially with Karmic Justice, there's probably like a one to one hundred ratio of successful invasions. Okay. So um, highlights. Oh yes, very much so, very much so. But you know, you would do that thing where you invade in the same spot over and over again, and invariably you invade like the same person. So you like wave at them, and then you send them a message of like, "Hey, I like this build. What is it?" And then you just start talking to each other. So like Hmm. that's. Yeah, me being a troll is not the way that I've made a lot of friends. <laughs> me being just like a normal PvP guy is how I've made friends. Yeah, I've, I've, I've made some friends like the same way. Like, you invade them and they say, oh, that was fun. Can you help me with the area? You're like, yeah, yep. go on then. <laughs> Why not? Okay, I'm not going to betray you at all. I was editing one of these podcasts before you and I got on the call. And um, mm. that's that. another guy had said that exact same thing. Like, it's, I mean, that happens so much of like, okay, you've killed me, but... Now, will you kind of be a good sport about it and help me kill the boss? That'd be great. <laughs> I was so desperate. Um, but, but I don't want to go into like a whole lot of detail on Dark Souls 2, but um, hmm. it, you and CJ are kind of on record for being big, big fans of that game. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Um, CJ more than me, definitely. Um, mm-hmm. But like, I don't think it deserves anywhere near the amount of stick that it gets. Like, I like Dark Souls 2. For my money, uh, and a lot of people are probably going to disagree with me, I think it actually plays the best out of 
most of the Souls game. Like, I can put it on. I found myself, I'd put that game on, and I've spent probably more time in Dark Souls 2 than I have in any other Souls game. No question. Um, because you can put it on, pick up your, your, your big sword guy, or your spear guy, or your dex guy, or whatever, and just run about, and it plays really well. Like, it's not the quickest, but, like, it's solid. Um, and for my for my money, anyway, it's got the best feel to it. Like, the combat feels good. Uh, mm-hmm. I never feel like I'm flailing, like I'm missing with my attacks. Like, I always felt like I was hitting when I was meant to hit. And that may be an unpopular opinion. People may disagree with me, and you're welcome to. Um, but I, will, like, I will straight up disagree with you on that, Ben. <laughs> not, <laughs> not to be belligerent, but yeah, that's... Uh, but then again, something, like, yeah. my, my fun run was the one where I used the uh, the greatsword, the one that's mm-hmm. like an ironing board with a handle. Yep. That thing feels good. See, I've always had and I've always had a weird issue with the heavy weapons in Dark Souls 2. Like they just feel so light. Um and maybe I just didn't get because there's so many fucking weapons in Dark Souls 2. <laughs> like maybe I just didn't get to the right one, but man, it just everything felt kind of like like you were holding a styrofoam like version of uh, the Buster Sword from Final Fantasy VII, you know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it just felt like this should weigh a lot more and like make a noise when it hits the ground and not a mm. noise. <laughs> well, just imagine that your character's really, really buff. Yeah, sure. Well, like, I mean, I'm I imagine that muscliest... all the time. So. Yeah, I'm the strongest man in the world, and <laughs> this is literally a toothpick to me. You know, it's really funny to me. I've um, you're like the fifteenth person that I've interviewed for this podcast. I think fifteenth <laughs> or sixteenth. Um, okay, and. I've asked that question to just about every single person, um, with the exception of maybe one or two, and every single time I get the exact same answer, which is, or not the exact same answer, I get one of two answers, which is, I really, really like Dark Souls 2, or I don't like Dark Souls 2 as much, but I don't think it deserves the hate. Mm. And that kind of tells me that either I'm interviewing just cool people, or it's just made up internet bullshit. Like, (laughs) nobody actually hates Dark Souls 2 that much, and it's just all this, like, weird internet noise that has reached a, you know, like a, I don't know, it just it's become like canon just because the internet has said it a lot it's the sort of circle that feeds itself in a way Um, yeah like everyone just jumps and goes yeah it's crap like because you're going to compare it to Dark Souls 1 which is like a flat masterpiece like of course it's not going to feed like you're not going to be as into it as the first one because the first one was like functionally perfect kind of I saw Gary describe it as lightning in a bottle the other day yeah that really spoke to me. Like, I don't even think From realized what they were doing 100%. Like, I think mm-hmm. they, they nailed it and have been, like, kind of messing it up ever since. And that's that's probably an unpopular opinion. And I, It kind of I, fits in with my, my, my overarching theory of trilogies, in a way. Okay. Um, uh, it doesn't apply to every game, but, like, like Uncharted, for instance. Let's pick that as our example. Like, mm-hmm. first game in the series, bit jank, got some ideas, bit little bit jank, but fun. You know, it's got some weird ideas and it didn't quite work in a lot of places, but it, it's got there. Game number two, usually the best one by miles. Like they refine the ideas, they've kind of take the ideas, they they stretch it out there, they they do really, you know, they, they really flash it all out. Number three is when they try and mass market and ruin it for me. Happened with Time Splitters as well. Time Splitters two is perfection. Time Splitters um. three. Hot garbage. I'll also I'll also uh, toss up uh, Mass Effect to that pile. There you go. There Mass you Effect go. Is, is, you is a perfect example of that because Mass Effect Two is probably one of my favorite games of mm. of games. Like I think it's just a beautiful game. And then yeah. three, it's, it's all right. Like I'm glad that it existed. Like I'm glad I played it. But like it doesn't like it. That's not the game I think of when I think of yeah. Mass Effect. And this doesn't apply to all trilogies. Like Metal Gear, of course, Metal Gear Three is incredible. Like that's that's fine. We're not. I'm not going to argue that with anyone. That's fine. 
but like a lot of like trilogy games i find follow that sort of curve where mm-hmm. the second one is usually one that closest is closest to perfection uh, i think if we take demon souls as number 1 it had some ideas it was a bit jank in places but it had some cool mm-hmm. ideas dark souls was like bang on and then dark souls 2 is the one where they tried to kind of stretch it out and include more people and like they stretched out the covenant stuff and included fight arenas and i think people responded pretty negatively to that um, I actually liked what they did with it. I don't think it's as good a game as Dark Souls One, but it like it's not far off. You know, like when you're comparing anything to a ten out of ten, of course it's going to look bad in comparison because you're comparing it to a perfection. Yeah, it's really, and that's you know I've tried. Well, look very at me, Mister Hyperbole over here. Christ. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, I mean, Dark Souls One needs to watch out. Laura yeah. might get jealous. Yeah, um, you, you, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. I know exactly what you mean. Mm. Uh, I tried very hard to stay away from the, like, what's your favorite Souls game question on this, because I kind of mm. find it boring, and I, I fell into it with the very first few episodes, because I just couldn't yeah. help myself. But, uh, my uh, favorite Souls game is Lords of the Fallen. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> no! There's the title it. of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I played half an hour, de- I played a ten minute demo uh, at Gamescom, and it was garbage. I couldn't touch it again. Yeah, I, I rented it from a, like, you were talking about a love film, like a Gamefly, and mm. pl- put it on for... I got to the second boss, I think, and it was such garbage. I just put it back in the thing. I don't, I don't even think I had it overnight. Like I think I got it from the mailbox, played it, put it back in the mailbox in the same day. It's, so. it's about nine pounds on our store, which is about what fourteen dollars, I think. Yeah, uh, on the PlayStation sale, I'm still like, nah, nah not worth nah. it. It's not nah, worth I the time. Like, my time is worth more than that. <laughs> yeah, I could run Dark Souls three again. It's much better. Yeah, yeah, much much um, better. Yeah, I mean, um, for me, like, the, I think the, the closest the Souls series has come to getting that lightning in the bottle back in for me was probably Bloodborne. Okay, good. That's um, what I was just about to bring up, so that works out very good. That is a segue and a half. A fucking segue and a half. Throw at this. Um, so Bloodborne was uh, was a unique um, first Souls experience for me. Um, it was the first kind of one of a series where I jumped in fresh uh, with this one, because obviously Souls was kind of like mined pretty heavily by the time I'd started. Like, you know, if you're, the, the, the Archers of Anorlando, Ornstein and Smoke, it was all out there. Uh, I didn't know what things meant, but it was all out there. Um with Bloodborne, we, uh, me and CJ were very kindly invited along to uh, to Sony PlayStation headquarters in London um, for the Bloodborne launch event. Um, and as part of that, we got to chat to the devs in Japan, got to play the game really early, got to meet some cool people as well, some cool Sony people. Uh, and we got the game early as well. We got this kind of cool promo package thing uh, that had the game inside like a book. Like, you know when you open oh, a book I've and it's like the middle I've, I've seen this. Yeah, oh, I, I love was, it. Like I was very so jealous of that whole setup, man. Very, very jealous. Yeah, like it was it was a wonderful day. Like and we were like honestly like honored to be asked, you know, with our pokey little podcast with our five listeners. Like it was really nice to be asked. Um and again I remember getting home, straight in the PS4, like got it loaded up, got it installed, so it was good to go the next day. And like again, I just played it like on my own. There was no summons, there was no help. Like it was just me against the game, like working it out myself. Uh, which and I got to have the great kind of the cosmic horror reveals without any spoilers whatsoever. Like, and I would love that. Like, I love that I got to have that turn. Like, what is happening in this video game? Uh, I remember Laura was uh, she she made a bet like this is going to be about vampires versus werewolves. This is vampires versus werewolves. This is this is the film Underworld with Kate Beckinsale. This is that is that is exactly what my wife said. Yeah, <laughs> exactly the like, same mm, thing. I don't think so. Like it didn't feel right at the time. I, was like, mm, I don't know. I don't know. And like when the cosmic stuff, when the the Elder God stuff started happening, it's like I don't 
what's this? And getting kind of kidnapped to the jail uh, and just sort of draw on the floor like, what's happening? Where am I? What's this? Oh, Jesus, I need to leave now. Um, and I know I kind of, I, I think I approached a few of the areas in the wrong order. Like, I know I got to the nightmare frontier really early. Like, I just sort of fluked my way there really quick and just was not even close to good enough. Like, yeah, not yeah. even close. Uh, and I bounced I, off it for I had a long similar time. experience. From... <clears throat> yeah, because again, the internet wasn't there. The internet didn't say, oh, you just go to, uh, that way and it opens up a thing and you can go there. It's like, oh, oh, that's much more sensible. Oh, I'll go the simple way then. Uh, I remember getting stuck on ROM for a while. Like, ROM was hard. Uh, I beat it by myself, but like ROM was difficult. Um, but man, that scene was... after that scene after beating ROM though is probably like my favorite thing across any Souls game. Like it's that when the minute, when the moon yeah. descends. Like oh my god, people on this like, podcast have heard me talk about it way too much. <laughs> like, did you find it? Like, I really wanted to hit that share button. I was like, no, don't be the dick. Do not share this. <laughs> like, I need to talk to someone about this, but there's no one. Um, and I just remember, like, it, it was quite a, a, a mostly solitary experience for me. Bloodborne was. Like, I played a lot of it by myself and worked it all out by myself, and it was great. It was really, really fun, you know. And like beating the old game, like I even unlocked the the real ending, uh, the the moon presence boss at the end. I did that all myself as well. Um, somehow, I, I don't know why I thought to eat those cords. It just felt right. Like, yeah, sure, I'll eat these. Yeah, I've got three of them. They they look nice. Yeah, I'll eat what them. do you? Um, does umbilical cords have like a funny? food name in England? Like, do we call those, like, like babies and mash or something? What do you call them? Babies and mash. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, no, we, we mush them up and that's where spam comes from. Oh, no. Yeah, you yeah, just yeah. ruined my childhood. I know, right? <laughs> you were that baby. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I remember just, uh, like, chowing down on those and, like, having that bit when German stands up, like, oh, it's on. It's yep. on. Like, Laura, it's on, it's on. Come see how on it is. <laughs> I'm not nice when I play games. I'm always shouting out. She hates it. Um, but yeah, like beating that by myself, like without really getting any help from anyone at all. Like, I think I looked up like one thing as how to get the blood rock. Yeah. Um, and turns out I was 90% of the way there. I just had to fall down the hole where it was. I was like, cool. I nearly did it. I was very close. Um, but for me, like Bloodborne felt more complete. I think than than Dark Souls Two did. Um, it felt more contained. Uh, it had that sort of feeling that I got from Dark Souls One, where it's like we've got this world and we've built this world and this is the world we've made. And like I'm holding my hands in a sphere in front of me. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 emoting, and I know you can't see that, but like we've made this. There's no don't worry about it around it. This is what's important. What we've got here. And this yeah. is our world, and we've constructed it, and there's a story, and you're going to work it out as you go through it, and you haven't got to worry about any previous knowledge. Just start playing the game, try not to die, uh, and work it out and enjoy it for yourself. And that was proper good. Proper, proper good. Um, I, I so find... when people talk about, uh, like, because it's kind of obvious that Sony's going to want them to make a Bloodborne 2 at some point. Oh, like, it's, it's a huge game, it's exclusive to the platform. Like, it just it makes good business sense for that to happen. It's done incredible and, for them as well. Like, it's done crazy, crazy well for them. Oh, absolutely. And I, I think about that, and I want that, right? Like, I want more Bloodborne. I want much mm. more Souls games. Like, I, I, I want it. But if they fall into the same trap that Dark Souls 2 did, which is to get away from that self-contained world and to tell stories, try to tell stories like that are more rounded or that reference things, and then go mm. to the full degree that Dark Souls 3 did, which is like, okay, we're just going to be like six days later after the end of Dark Souls 1. We're going to do that <laughs> stuff. Um, I, 
like I really would like to see them do exactly the same thing. Like I would run, want them like to not even or to just barely touch on like oh yeah something happened in Yarnum like across the world. But they, like I want whole new weird gods to deal with. Like I want it yeah. to be Bloodborne too, but not the same. Nothing to be this. I don't want. I don't want like Rom the insensitive spider to show up and be like oh well this is. <laughs> This is the son of Rom. Uh, this is the this is the baby that Rom was pregnant with when we killed her. Like that kind of thing. <laughs> the really shit haircut over one eye. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be like Kylo Ren from the Force Awakens. Like yeah, real yeah, angst, yeah, yeah, yeah. Real angsty Rom with the Rom black the hair. Rom the emo spider. <laughs> Rom the emo spider. Yes. <laughs> There's a blood moon, and only I can stop it, and that makes me sad. I hate my dad. It's Mom. all his fault. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that does play uh, into the whole thing about Elder Gods having children, though. So that does kind of almost work. It, it actually kind of works, right? Like you can be uh, like Murgo is probably not a fun person to hang out with. <laughs> <clears throat> um, but like, yeah, I I agree. Like, if they're going to do a Bloodborne two, like I want to take take them to another place. Like, I love how rounded the story is. I like how it's its own thing. And while I do want a Bloodborne two, I don't want the story to dilute. It's a hard line to take, isn't it? It is, it is. But I think you kind of have to. Like, I don't... And I, I think that's a problem with gamers as a whole, is that... Um, as a whole, but, like, as, with a large portion of gamers, is, like, if they see Bloodborne 2, they're going to want to see some Bloodborne 1 shit in there. Like, they're going to want to see Alfred. Or, mm. um... I can't remember a single NPC. German or the doll. Like, they're going to want those... Or Lady Maria to show up at some point. Yeah. And, like, I don't whatsoever. <laughs> like, I, that stuff works for me in Dark Souls 3, and I like it, but, like... I would want Bloodborne to be completely self-contained. Yeah, like, I'd be okay with an amygdala showing up, you know, because that's part of the world. There's established there's loads of them and they're everywhere. Like, yeah, stuff but that that's, shows that's up like saying, fine. I'll be okay with if a tree shows up. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, it's part of, like, the fauna and the flora of the world. Like, that, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm probably just ranting about Bloodborne 2 at this point, which is... Bloodborne 2, worst game ever, included that tree from the first game, worst game ever. Zero out of Zero 10. Out of 10. Can you yeah. believe? Can you believe that they reuse those assets? And then there's a petition on Metacritic <laughs> to get it taken off. Oh my god! Fucking, <laughs> fucking gamers, man! It's just the dumbest thing in the world. But like for me, Bloodborne, um, I think it achieved an extension, but not ruining the law with the Old Hunters DLC. I thought that DLC was amazing. That's probably the best DLC I've played since every other Souls DLC. Like that, it might be my favorite um, Souls DLC just because of Lady Maria and the. Uh, Orphan of Kai's. Like, those two boss fights are... Incredible. Like, German was already my top endgame, like, boss mm. fight of any Souls. And then you add, like, Lady Maria, which is a just like an upgrade to German, and then you put Orphan of Kai's on it, which is an insane upgrade to Lady Maria. Like, mm. I love those fights. They're incredible. Can I tell you a secret? <laughs> Absolutely. I've not beaten the Orphan of Kai's yet. <laughs> I, no one Addy, is there. What? I can't... I ding my bell, and no one's there. Like, just, no one is it, playing it. Literally, if you see my name online, like if I'm playing anything, and I, this goes for anybody, if, you, if we're friends on PSN and you see me playing anything, and you're like, I want to finish this Chalice dungeon, or I want to finish any boss in the Bloodmore, mm. just ping me. That's no problem. Bring, bring your stupid shit. I need help. <laughs> That's a great I, fight. I've tried that boss many, many, many times, and it, I just, I just can't. I'm not good enough. Well, my guy is strong. Doesn't help that I bought my arcane character in. Um, to do this with because I did an arcane one for a laugh for the uh, for the podcast mm-hmm. um, and obviously me and CJ have had our differences about Bloodborne I love it he doesn't it, yeah, it's fine. it hurts me every day that we can't talk about it more but what are you going to do um, 
you're going to go over to his house, you're going to force him to fucking play it is what you're going to do, Patty. Well, usually <laughs> you need to man up. <laughs> yeah, usually. Like, I'd get him and we'd gump in and we'd do it together. Like, usually we'd do that. But where he's not that into it, like, it's like, I, like, I miss it. I miss him. Like, dinging the bell and then standing there, like, in Dark Souls 1, like, a key component of our Dark Souls 1 run was standing around in places, switching our weapons in and out, looking for his friggin' summon sign. <laughs> yep. Haven't like running many, in circles, running back and forward, like going around there, like in An Orlando, uh, when you sort of run around the bit at the bottom, which has got kind of the uh, the sort of the, the tunnel that goes underneath. It's like I'm going to put it in the tunnel, and you go and stand in the tunnel, and you run through, and you run back, and you you change your shield, you change your sword, and you sit there and change all your armor about, and roll back and forwards. And after 20 minutes, it turns up, and then it connection fails. You're like, oh come on, come on. Um, I did, um, I, words cannot I did explain how happy I am with all the password stuff and ring. Oh, it's so good. The name oh, engraved so ring good. from Dark Souls 2. That stuff is good. Yeah, the networking is even though with the with like the unable to summon, but like being able to party up with your friends has never been easier, which I really really like. Mm. Like the basic networking can be a little confusing sometimes. Um, yeah, but I mean we Dark Souls, we um, co-opted the other week, didn't we? Um, taking out yeah. the uh, the the King of Storms in in Dark Souls. Um, and it's just yep. put in a word. There you are. Mm-hmm. It, it works that, great. It's so quick. More of that. Like the one thing from got better over the years is networks. Like mm-hmm. shit just works now. I think. Uh, and the fact you can have like six player fights where there's just chaos is wonderful. And oh, it yeah. works. I want. Well. Um, I want more rings that change your phantom color. Because <laughs> like invading a world and seeing like three white phantoms and no host, mm. or seeing three hosts and no white phantoms. <laughs> Like, oh, I, I always wear the human ring. I always wear the one yeah, that's of human. I love it. Because, but if you could, because I'm if a hollow, you... hollow man. I don't need to look like that. I want to look nice. But if you could like spawn in as a as a white phantom like to help your buddy out, but then put the red phantom ring on to pretend that you're a red phantom and then fuck mm. up an invader. You know what I'm saying? Like you could. I wish they had like more weird rings to do that kind of stuff. Maybe they should have a ring that just gives you a random color. Perfect. The or rainbow a ring, ring. A ring that has a color <laughs> that does not correspond to any covenant in the game. Like green. Excellent. I was like, what's a green phantom? And like, you just turn up like, I don't know. Am I here to kill you <laughs> yeah. or not? Who knows? Is, is, is that lilac or bait? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have been oh, invaded man. by Cerise phantom? What? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> or like you mix your rings together so maybe you're in the in the invasion covenant but you put on your white ring and you become pink like maybe that's how you work it you mix the colors together that way oh i would do like everything for fashion souls like i would lose all of my like useful rings to, to be able to mix up my, my fandom color i think that's great <laughs> or like maybe half and half so maybe your top half is white but your bottom half is red it's like what am i <laughs> <laughs> uh that would be so awesome as if um, the online wasn't confusing enough Oh, it's so good, though. It's so much fun. Uh, I wish the whole poise thing was solved at some point, but right now I'm having just so much fun with PvP without it. I don't really care. Mm. So. To be fair, as a man who is a quick rolly dex man, I have never noticed poise. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which not is not... Yeah, which... If I get hit, I'm going to get staggered. Like, that's just my life. I, if, yeah. I, if I can't roll through it, I'm going to stagger. And I've accepted that. But I imagine for the, the fat Havel people, it's got to be a bit more of a kick in the teeth. But, on that same coin... I don't like fat Havel people, so no, it balances it no. back out again. It, it's it, it's it's irksome because like in Dark Souls One, if I was doing quote unquote serious PvP and not just like trolley bullshit, like mm. Karmic Justice or Fat Darkus, um, <laughs> I could I could spec my character to be like, okay, I can 
I can poise through like one hit of a straight mm. sword or a long long sword. Like, and I wouldn't be able to just poise through everything. I didn't have that much poise, and I wouldn't be flipping around with full havels. But like, I knew that I could at least get a couple of hits in while they were trying to hit me. And so, mm. like, it, you can kind of balance your build around it. And I don't know, just with with the total absence of it is just really weird. But that's a whole other topic for another podcast. Yeah, but like, I mean, my like the best invasions I've had um, were actually Dark Souls Two. Uh, the PS3, like the original version, was the most fun I've had with invasions because I made a guy who was just naked and just used cestuses. Um, <laughs> yes, pun- Punch Man in Dark Souls 2 was so fucking fun, man. Punch it was so man, good. Dual wheel Punch Man, like, it was brilliant. Um, and God, this is before, power stance this is before finding, yeah, yeah, before finding the, uh, the Dragonbone Fist in the DLC. Like, I didn't find that until the PS4 run, so, which you can do flying kicks now, which is divine. Oh um, yes, but I remember going in and I'd I'd, uh, I'd got I had about seven of these cestuses and I was leveling them all up, like to get them all up to a decent kind of point. Uh, I had two like plus seven or eight poison ones. Um, so I had both poison cestuses on. Uh, I went to Black Gulch. I equipped poison throwing knives. <laughs> You're calling uh, me a troll. <laughs> I swear to God, and I had a guy in full havels running from a naked man. Because I was poisoning him, and you could see his health ticking down. He couldn't do anything about it. It's like in your face. That felt, that was good. Like that was one of my favorite invading moments. It's one of the only times I've been very effective and very successful. Um, Apparently, poison in Dark Souls Three is really really good too. So you should you should maybe try that. Oh, oh don't tell me that. Yeah, because you can do uh, you could probably do like poison claws pretty easily. Ooh, I do like those weapons. Yeah, and they and they brought back that rolling R one from uh, Dark Souls one with the claws. So like you can do a roll and then you hit R one and you do another roll at somebody and then stab out real quick. Oh, that's Very cool. cool stuff. Yeah. I've, I've tried in Dark Souls three. I have tried the claws and I think on the L two move you can do like the Wolverine Berserker barrage thing. Yeah, yeah. You do the big <laughs> X really claws neat. in front of you, like oh, eat shit, everyone in the world. <laughs> Well, Patty, I, I, I can't say thank you enough. I really appreciate you spending the time. And um, I know this is a weird scheduling thing since our time zones are so mixed up. But thank you very much for coming on the show and, and hanging out with me for for a little while. I appreciate it. No, this has been great. I've, uh, it's, it's been good to go back in time. It's been such a long time now. And I actually considered listening to the old episodes of my show to think, what did I actually do? But, <laughs> you know, memory's good enough. Memory's good enough. Yeah. But, um, but no, it's been really, time, really good right? to vent. And it's been, thank you so much for having me on. It's been a delight. Where can people, uh, I mean, you're more famous than me than the internet, so the people probably already know, but where can people find you on the internet? I don't don't know about that. Um, If you want to find me, um, you shouldn't. Um, uh, I'm on uh, Twitter, at Paddy Stardust, uh, all one word. Um, I do the Twin Humanities podcast with my pal CJ. Um, If you're listening to this, you probably know about us. Um, we've talked on Bonfire Side Chat a couple of times. Um, but yeah, we do um, our own Dark Souls podcast. We do uh, a show called Oh the Humanities, we mix in as well, uh, which is where we talk about other stuff. I don't know what the schedule for recording is, but we just did one of those. This might be three months later when it comes out. Who knows? Maybe we recorded another episode recently. I don't know. Um, <laughs> we also do very occasionally, and I mean very occasionally, uh, we do a show about Destiny as well, which we called uh, rather cleverly Twin Destiny. Nice. Um, we've got about six of those now uh, and as and when Destiny has a big update worth going back to we will go back and probably do another one uh, but for now it's Souls 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 excellent and um, I've been your host Jeremy Greer I'm at JG Greer on Twitter you can find this podcast at DGUS Podcast 
on Twitter. If you want to tell your own soul story, send me an email, ggspodcast at gmail.com with your story and how to get in touch with you, and we'll talk and maybe we can get you on the show. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you later. got very much into uh i guess you just called it the bake-off over there but over here it was called the great british bake-off and um we it's, got watched, called, like, it's all... called the bake-off colloquially over here but it is the great british bake-off it is the great british bake-off and mm. uh yeah we got very much into it and it was really weird because everybody was so nice to each other <laughs> like american cooking reality shows are like there's invariably like that one scene where that someone there's a, there's a close-up and it's like we're not here to make friends <laughs> right let's get my phone i think that's probably my mum i'll be back in a second Cool. We'll keep recording. It might be good material, right? Now. Bye. Oh yeah, absolutely. Hello. Hi, Dad. Yeah, I'm pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. I know, terrible, wouldn't it? It was my dad. Not your mother at all. No, no, the other, the other one, whose fault it is. <laughs> whose fault it is. I love that. <laughs> the world with my existence. Uh, um, <clears throat> excuse me. I don't. Should we, we start got all... now? Then should we start now? Sure. Yeah, we can start. Um, mm.